recorded from the naughty capital of the world, Nine Inch Penis Podcast. Here we go. As a daddy, who's in the boys, college boys, and I've only had partners. My partners the last 22 years have only been college boys, 19 to 24 when I first met them with them anywhere between three years was the shortest usually it was five to seven years the current boy has been eight years so anyway uh we met when he was 19 and you know it's challenging you know now the current boy he's a fuck buddy so we don't live together we're never going to live together we don't have that kind of relationship but the other four boys we live together and we were partners and we were open and they were my boy and I was their coach or their daddy and you know we had a lot of friends uh, we were in the big cities you know there's a lot of dads and lads groups and uh, we had a big circle of friends all kinds of daddies my age who all had boys you know college boys his age so the boys could go out and play and get drunk and whatever but they weren't interested in having sex with each other just like the daddies weren't interested in having sex with each other because the boys were attracted to daddies and the daddies were attracted to the uh, the boys. So that's how it worked. Yeah, the hot little college boys. And my boy, well, he was uh, he was really hot. The most recent one. The two before that were really hot as well. I mean, let's see. One was a national rugby champion. One was a college national swimmer. Uh, one was a running champion, and the other was a hot uh, college football drag. There you go. Yeah, that's I, I. That's just me. I'm very specific. What I like, who I like. That's the alpha in me. I don't settle for less. Like I've not been in a relationship now for the last year and a half, and I'm okay if I never am in a relationship again. The boy that's perfect for me is going to be between 19 and 23. Here's the two things that I demand of a boy to find out if he's if he's my boy. I like to take him to a dance club, and he's got to be a hot boy. And I like him to be uh, take his shirt off and go out in the middle of the dance floor, and if they have a box, to stand up on that dance floor and just fucking dance for me. I just want to watch him dance for me, get all sweaty dancing for me. And when he's done, he runs up to me and he gives me just a big fucking kiss. He lets the whole world know that I'm his daddy and he's my boy. And he's so happy to be with me. So happy. The other thing I like about my boy is that when we're walking around, not all the time, but, you know, going into a store, you know, a department store or whatever, uh, going to the mall or wherever, that... Every now and then, for just a little bit, he, like, grabs my hand and holds my hand and just announces to the world that that he's, he, he's with his daddy. Yeah, see? I have certain things that I expect from my, from my partners to be, and they can't be looking for a sugar daddy. No, not all that, none of that bullshit. These are all champions. They're either going to school going to college or they got a good job they're out of college they they're on their way or usually going to grad school most of my boys were in grad school after a while you know they were in college when we met and they went to grad school and yeah they were all good boys but the problem when you're with a boy a college boy a younger guy and the age gap 
for me, the last three is was between 30 and 37 years. Yeah, that's a huge age gap. And, I, you know, I'm open to my whole family. Like, all of my partners, all of my boys have been home for the holidays. They've been to funerals. They've been to weddings. You know, we get together in the summer for barbecues and all that, and I bring my boys with. My parents, my, my whole family, they all know what I'm into, what I like. And they've all been really receptive. They like my boys because these are quality, quality people, nice people. Anyway, and so, uh, so how do you live with a boy? You know, like, how do you do this? How do you live with somebody who's 30 to 35 years younger than you? You know, there aren't any books on this. Nobody really knows. Nobody talks about it. All people think about is the sex, you know. People are so caught up in the daddy and the boy, coaching the boy and all that stuff. They just lose their fucking mind on, on sex. Well, I got news for you. When you're living with somebody and you're sleeping together and you're sharing a home together, you know, there's a lot more than sex going on. There's, you know, uh, first of all, you have the, you know, the reality of being in public together. You know, going, you know, there's ageism anyway. Like when older guys are with younger women, the whole world goes fucking crazy. You know, when, when an older man is with a younger college boy, wow, the world just can't even wrap their head around it. They just can't. You know, like when we go into a, a restaurant, that's the best example. It happened all the time, and I'd warn my boys, you know, when we first started. I said, no, you're going to be ready to go on all the rides here because things are about to start happening. If you really want to be in a relationship with me, this is when we're dating. I'm uh, like, so, you know, I'm going to get up and go to the restroom or whatever, or when, and, you know, and, and when I do that, the, uh, the waiter, waitress is going to come over, her server is going to come over and say, hey, you know, uh, is there anything else I can get you? Does your dad need anything else? Yeah, they're going to call me your dad because that's what it looks like to them. I mean, why wouldn't it look like that to them? And you got to just let it go. You got to get over it. You know, I had one partner early on who was like, no, that's not my dad, that's my partner. I'm like, you, you can't do that to people. Because people, their heads can't handle it. And what good does it come from it? Like, really, what good comes from saying anything about it? You just smile and say, yeah, he'll have some more tea or whatever, you know? And then my boys eventually got to the point where they played with it and had fun with it, you know? <laughs> And they would, you know, when the when I wasn't there or whatever, or if I was parking the car and they were sitting down, they'd say, yeah, I'll have this, and then my dad will have this. They preempted it. They had fun with it. And I had one boy, oh, my God, we were together for three years. He was 24 when we met. He had only been with a woman for seven years. I was the first guy he was with, and he fell for me hard. He fell in love with me hard, and I really loved him. Too bad he turned out to be a total slut three years later. Anyway, um, the uh, uh, <laughs> but he would then sometimes be really naughty and call me his grandpa. <laughs> so so he would just be we'd be at the table and uh, and those server would come over and and then I'm ordering it and he goes, "Are you sure you want that, Grandpa? Are you sure that's good for you?" Oh my God, he was a blast. We had so much fun with it. But that, you have to have fun with the whole age thing. That's so important. 
if you're in a dads and lads relationship, just for your own sanity, okay? Now, there's the, you know, the obvious, okay? Who has more money? It's my house. I've, you know, I'm, I'm in my late 50s, 60s, whatever I am. I've been very successful, and I clearly have more money. And, you know, they're, in, they're going to college, they're going to graduate school, whatever. And so, you know, it's like uh, there's that huge disparity. And I'm not a sugar daddy. I would never have sex or be in a relationship with somebody that, that wanted my money. That just would never fucking happen. That's so disrespectful to me. Now, I know there's other daddies who get off on that. They like that power. They really like that power of having the money over them and all that. And I'm good for them. Like, again, I don't judge anyone. Everyone plays the game differently, whatever they need to do. But in my case, that's how I want it. So, like I said, I'm early on, you know. It, you know, go to the store and buy something, you know, or take me out to, you know, for a fast food place when it's your turn to take us out because we alternated where we're, you know, taking out or whatever. Or go make us something, you know, go to the restaurant, go to the grocery store, buy something for five, ten bucks, you know, some food to make and come back and, you know, make us dinner. That's your way of helping out. That's way your way of being, an, you know, being part of this relationship. So, so that's kind of the, you know, just the mechanics of it. Um, you know, that, that, that's just how it goes. Um, and then comes the obvious part. And this is the part that it took me a long, it took me two partners to try to, to finally figure this part out. Because I'm monogamous, I'm an alpha, and I'd been with women all my life, you know. And when you're with a woman, you know, I mean, at least the woman I was in my era, I mean, we were monogamous. She was dedicated to me. I was dedicated to her. We had a life together. Never even thought about having sex with other people. It, it just never crossed either of our minds because that's not, that's not who we were. We were, well, you know, we also sexually satisfied the fuck out of each other, so that probably made it good, too. She loved riding my big cock. That's what she'd say as she was riding it. Come on, big cock. I loved her big boobies, and she was so fucking cute. Anyway, and so, um, uh, you know, that's just kind of how I'm wired, that I'm old school that way. I'm monogamous. And I'm an alpha, so I expect total uh, allegiance to me. I expect somebody to, to be only into me, and only, and I expect them to just you know you never lie to me. You just don't fucking lie to me. You lie to me, I kick you out of my house. You know, back when I was hooking up all the time, if I smelled a lie from us from who I was, I would just kick them out. I don't like liars. Don't have that kind of time. That's just not my personality. I'm very direct. I tell you exactly what I'm thinking about, and I expect the same in return. And so, you know, but they're 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. They're, you know, all the boys I've been with have been straight by boys. They like fucking pussy. And, you know, what do you do? Like, like how do you handle that? Well, I finally figured it out for the last the last two. I finally figured it out. And and because I figured it out, I started out right. The other ones ended because I was either too jealous, felt like they were violating me, just different shit. That and then I would get angry 
and it was just not a pleasant living environment. It just wasn't pleasant at all. And I, you know, I, I, I just kept thinking, okay, after three, because there was three partners, and then there was the last two, and I'm like, all right, I, you know, I had to look in the mirror. You know, that's another thing if you're an alpha. You look in the mirror and you go, what the fuck's the reality here? You're not delusional. I'm not delusional. I'm like, okay, so there's one common denominator in these last three relationships that failed. What's the common denominator? Me. I'm the common denominator. So therefore, I am doing something that's causing these things to fail. So, what is it? What is it? So, you know, it's better for the for the lad I meet, and it's better for me. And we avoid all this shit. Otherwise, I'll just stay single. So, what I realize is that, you know, I it's so easy when you're with a partner to try to make them an equal. Okay? you want. I mean, I want them to feel at home in my home. I want them to feel, you know, loved. I want them to feel like they have say and different things going on. That's, I, I want them to feel all those things. And, and you can have all that. But at the same time, I had to realize that these are boys. And they're not just boys. These are naughty boys. Really naughty boys. I'm like, it takes a naughty boy to want to have sex with a, a man 35, 37 years older than him. Doesn't it though? It takes a naughty boy to want to wear little panties or whatever they're into. It takes a naughty little boy to go out in public with a with a daddy to a gay bar and dance for his daddy and then come up and kiss him. It takes a naughty boy to do all these things. It's a naughty boy. And I realize that's who's attracted to me and that's who I'm attracted to. I'm attracted to naughty college boys. Always have been. I always will be. I'm 62 now. I can, I'll be 102, and that's all I'm attracted to. Like, I find men of all ages really sexy. Don't get me wrong. I think there are a lot of 60 men out there of all ages, 30, 40, 60. Like, guys who are 70 for some reason just fucking turn me on. I don't know why they do. They just do. It's something about that age, right? The 75-year-old guy that I know, God, he's so hot to me. But I don't want to have sex with him. No, 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 no. I I only have sex with my uh, with my my college boys. That's just who I am. That's the only thing that will get my penis hard enough to where I could uh, stay erect and fuck the hell out of them. So anyway, these are naughty little boys. And so if you're a dad and you're either thinking about being with a with a younger guy or you find yourself in a relationship with a younger guy. And it's going to hell, because it will go to hell. Either you will, like with one of my relationships, literally we were together for seven years, slept together for seven years, and for five years, the last five years, we didn't have sex. Yeah, no, we didn't. He was hooking up, I was hooking up. We were just, we got to that point. And why we're even together, I have no fucking idea. I was working, I, I was busy working, he was busy working, it was just too much effort to... And our families liked each other and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, you know, it should have ended years before it ended. So, anyway, if you're in a relationship like that, or typically, you know, I hear from a lot of different daddy buddies of mine that their boys a gamer, 
the boy doesn't work. He just sits around all day and plays games, or he's a stoner, you know? He's just basically a freeloader hanging around. And they're like, he's hot. I like him, but, you know, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah, what are you going to fucking do? You're, you know? And so you get in a relationship, and you got to look at that boy who's a gamer instead of getting mad. I mean, I've had so many buddies who have just come to me almost crying, like, what do I do, what do I do, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, here's what you do. Here's the answer to the story. It's the only answer that I can figure out that works. If you got a better answer, let me know. But the answer that works for me is I have to look at that boy and just say in my head, you are a naughty little boy. A naughty little boy. And I start saying that to him the very first day we meet. You are such a naughty little boy. And I kind of laugh at him. You're such a naughty little boy. And I might tickle him a little bit. You're such a naughty little boy. Yeah, you are. So naughty. Uh-huh. And then when we're living together and he does something naughty, like goes out and hooks up with a girl, that's not really was a naughty. I was okay with that. But whatever. He did some naughty shit. And it didn't have to be sexual. Yeah, whatever. I'm not going to get into the different things boys can do that are naughty. If you're with one, if you're with the college boy, you can give me a whole list of all the shit they can do that's naughty. Anyway, so you know, instead of me getting mad at him, like one time when he went away for three days, he didn't answer any of my texts. We've been living together for three years, and one day he just goes away for an entire weekend, and yeah, doesn't return any of my texts. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm concerned about him. Like, what the hell happened? You know, I didn't have the app on his phone, saying, you know, to track him. I never did that. I, that, that to me is pretty disrespectful. Uh, but anyway, maybe you should for safety. Who knows? But anyway, so, so you know, and then he shows up on Sunday night. And, uh, you know, I could have been madder than hell at him. Seriously. I, I mean, there was a part of me that was worried, concerned. But as the weekend was rolling on, I'm just thinking, oh, no, he's a naughty little boy. He'll show up. Oh, yeah, he'll show up. So he showed up, and I just looked at him, and I said, so what the fuck, what the fuck? That's all I said. And by this time, he'd been conditioned. He'd been trained. And he just looked at me with his cute little blue eyes, his cute little face, and he just said, yeah, I'm a naughty little boy, Daddy. And just the way he said it just melted my heart. And that's what he is. He's just a naughty little boy. So, what do you do to naughty little boys? I <laughs> he, we took a shower. He needed a shower. So we took a shower together and we were getting out of the shower. And, you know, I'm six six, two and a half, six three, two thirty five. I'm a big daddy. And he's a good sized boy. He's like six foot, one sixty, hot bubble butt, hot jock boy. Very strong. He was really strong. Anyway, so I just grabbed him and I just started spanking his ass. Just spanking it red. I said, You are such a naughty little boy. And I just spanked his ass like ten times. And he's like he just kinda ran away from me. And then we ran into the bedroom. We were still kind of wet. We ran into the bedroom. And I just threw him on the bed, and I lifted up his legs. And I put just a little bit of uh, lube on the tip of my huge 9-inch fat cock. I mean, you need usually need a lot of lube. And I just fucked him hard. And it hurt that boy. 
it hurt my boy. And as I'm fucking him, I'm saying, you are such a naughty little boy. You And I'm slapping his ass and just calling him a naughty little boy. And I'm saying, tell me who you are, boy. And he's like, I'm a naughty little boy. Oh, I'm daddy's naughty little boy. And I just spanked his ass before. And it was so hot. Oh, my God. I'm getting so erect now just remembering that one moment. I can still see that bed. And I just shot. I, I, usually I take like nine or ten minutes to come. I came like in a minute. It was so fucking hot. Yeah, then I pulled my cock out and jumped back in the shower to rinse off a little bit. So did he. We kissed, and that was it. And I don't know, maybe two weeks ago he told me what happened, what, what it was about. I figured he'll tell me. He'll, he'll get around to it. He needed time to think about it. And, uh, you know, I'm good for him. So, so that's how it has to be with an older, younger. Uh, that's just how it has to be. It has to start from the first day you meet somebody that you like. If you're a daddy, you meet yourself a college boy. You know, you're 30, 20, 30, 40 years older. And you just need to address it because they are a naughty little boy. What the fuck are they doing with you, this old guy, if they're not a naughty little boy? Because they've been into daddies for a long fucking time. You know it and I know it. I know. So there you go. And you can also tell when they keep their pubes all shaved, they're really a naughty little boy. I can always tell when the boys I lived with, the college boys, when I'd come home or whatever and their pubes were totally shaved. I'm like, oh, somebody is really being into being a naughty little boy right now. And we'd have fun with that. So, yeah, so that, that's, uh, that's my advice for you is start it the first day. Like, I do it all the time. I do it here when I'm on cam, whatever. I call people boys, naughty little boys. That refers to people who are over the legal age. I call guys who, you know, like a chatterbait, share their cam with me. They're 40, 50, 60 years old, share their cam with me. I call them naughty little boys because deep inside of everyone, there's this naughty little boy. There just is. There is this naughty little boy. And uh, and that's what that's that's just the harsh reality of of life. Certainly life between men. So uh, there you go. Go find yourself a naughty little boy. And when he really pisses you off, don't get mad. Don't threaten him. Just don't do any of that. Don't get all sore and butthurt like oh my, my fuck no just realize who you're with up next nine inch penis podcast questions from listeners like you and answers from coach after a quickie commercial break time now for another fun fun session of questions to coach where you text or call in your questions at 332-232-4114 and coach answers them there you go can't be any easier than that all right questions this week from uh, dexter in montana when did you first send a selfie of your huge cock to someone um i can tell you i can like almost see the day i can see the room i was in the first time i did it first time i took a picture using my computer uh, camera on my computer I took a picture and uh, I had sent it via email uh, I was in San Diego California that's where I first started my uh, exploration with men 
and in San Diego. That was, and yeah, and it was on gay.com is where I met the guy. And he wanted to see a picture of my, my unit. So I remember taking the picture. And I just took one shot. Like, that was it. <laughs> like, I don't know. And uh, shot it to him. And, you know, he's like, oh, fuck, that's hot. So, yeah, that was my very first picture. Since then, I've probably taken, I don't know, three, four hundred thousand pictures of my penis and videos of them. I mean, yeah. I'm a total exhibition and love taking pictures, videos, obviously showing them off on cam. People are screenshotting me all the time. Who knows how many, how many people. I'd just be curious to know uh, like how many people have shot sperm over the years looking at my beautiful big 9-inch cock or when it's soft. Like, I, I don't know. I, I can just come looking at my big soft cock, too. It's so fucking hot. Anyway, yeah, so... That's uh, that's the answer to uh, uh, that question there, Dexter. And then Chris in Vermont wants to know, where are some fun places you have showed off your dong? Well, let's see. Fun places. Well, uh, in when I was living in Sacramento, I had a friend who uh, was he went to school one of the local colleges there. And uh, they needed uh, models, if that's the word they used, for their art class. And they're different classes. So you would, you would go in and you'd put on a robe and then you'd go out there and you'd sit. They'd have you sit in different places, different angles, different ways. Um, and yeah, I did that probably 20 times. That was fun. I never got erect doing it. Um, uh, just my huge, thick, soft penis and my big balls. Some nights they were really sexy because they were just hanging down low and then the different angles they'd have me at. So yeah, I, uh, that's probably a fun place that I've uh, showed off my, my cock um, in public. You know, obviously at nude beaches and all kinds of different places and sex parties and whatever. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, uh, that's a fun place. Anyway, hey, thanks for the questions. Thanks for texting me at 332-232-4114. And as always, have a great week. Listen to another adventure of Coach in his 9-Inch Penis Podcast next week. 9-Inch Penis Podcast is the biggest growing sexual entertainment podcast. Listen again, tell a friend, and watch Coach Naked while he tells his stories. You judge how big. You can watch on Just for Fans or OnlyFans. Florida Coach 1, the digit 1, not the spelled out number 1. Florida Coach 1. Hey, if you have a question about today's episode, text your questions or comments to coach at 332-232-4114. If you want your question heard on a future episode of 9 Inch Penis Podcast, call 332-232-4114 and leave a message. You have been listening to 9 Inch Penis Podcast. You must be of legal age to listen or call. For entertainment purposes only, all rights reserved by 9 Inch PLLC.